Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And on today's Word for the Day, we continue our journey toward Holy Week and toward Palm Sunday and thinking about Jesus' triumphal entrance into Jerusalem and the meaning of that, how it sets up Holy Week. And so one of the things I mentioned in the last episode is that that Jesus was um, receiving a royal welcome to come to Jerusalem for his coronation. But what was his coronation? Well, this is the thing that was um, uh, confusing to his disciples and others that followed him. They assumed, like we would assume, that that would mean um, that he would be crowned and set on a throne and, and reign the way any king would reign. And yet that's not what happened to Jesus. His coronation looked different. Um, his coronation was uh, was uh, different in that he is, his crown was thorns and his throne was the cross. His crown was thorns and his throne was the cross. So here at a Apostles Anglican Church where St. Patrick's meets and where we have offices, offices there's the chapel in the, in the downstairs area in a great prayer chapel and has a, a, a communion table and, and a, a holy, sacred, set-apart space. And on the wall behind the communion table is a crucifix. <clears throat> and yet it's a unique crucifix because Jesus is robed and he's, he's standing straight up and he has a crown on his head. And so, obviously, it's a symbolic representation. Um, he was not dressed like that when he was crucified. But what is the symbol trying to tell us? And it's telling us that Jesus' throne is his cross. He's enthroned and, 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 and um, coronated as king on the cross. Okay, what does that mean? What's that getting at? So, in the ancient world... Um, it was normal, and it happens some places still today, that when a new king take o- took over, to gain a throne, you had to defeat your enemies. And so that might be uh, people that were part of the other king's reign, who they're ambitious for your power, so you would get rid of them. You have them taken out. Or maybe you have to fight a war and take over a country, and you become the new king. And so to do that, that that's how that's how kingship was achieved. Well, that's what Jesus was doing on the cross. One of the meanings of the cross is that it's on the cross that Jesus um, gained a great victory over evil. And and the three parts of that evil are sin, um, Satan, and death. Sin, Satan, and death. So on the cross, Jesus defeated the power of sin, both in the sense that it's through the cross that that the, the barrier of sin is taken away because we're forgiven. And also the power of sin is broken because Jesus um, was the one human that never fell into sin and offered himself so completely to the Father that he even offered his own life. And that new life that's in him is available to us through the Holy Spirit. So so a defeat of sin in us and for us. And then a, a, de- a defeat of Satan. So in a sense, because humanity submitted to Satan. Humanity is bound to Satan, is under Satan's rule in the kingdom of darkness. But through the cross and and the power of self-giving and the power of love, Jesus broke the claim and authority of Satan and created a new way for us to have a new allegiance to God through him. 
and then he defeated death. Through death, he conquered death in that he allowed himself to be put to death, but because he's God, he could not stay dead, and he came alive again three days later, so that in him is the power and reality that overcomes death. And behind all the enemies of humanity that we experience, for example, first century Palestine in the in the Israelites there, their enemy was Rome. But what stands behind those enemies, what stands behind the evil um, expressed by humans and built into systems and structures is sin, Satan, and death. And once those are destroyed, they no longer have power over us, and we can leave our allegiance to those old kingdoms and come into the kingdom of God. I mean, think about how many people are oppressed because of the fear of death. But once my death is taken away, uh, or, or, or death's defeat or, or victory over me is taken away, um, that I'm no longer afraid of dying. Do I want to die? Of course not. People want to live to be old. They want to see their children and grandchildren. You know, they, they want to live a long life. That's a human thing. Nothing wrong with that. But if the fear of it's taken away, when push comes to shove, I can choose to say, I will not give allegiance to something evil. And it defeats the power of those evil powers in the world. So Jesus established his kingship um, as the king of the kingdom of God at the cross. His crown was thorns and his throne was a cross. And he was coronated at the cross. And it's through the cross that he gained his authority and power to be king. So Palm Sunday is a setup for Good Friday. Palm Sunday inaugurates Holy Week, not just because that's what happened in history, but that's the meaning of Holy Week, that Jesus comes and finally and fully establishes the eternal kingdom of God. Um, And at the heart of the kingdom is his church, because a king, a kingdom is a people with a king, but it's also God's reign over all creation uh, through his church, the fullness of him that fills all in all, it says in Ephesians. So Holy Week is about our king, about his victory over sin, Satan, and death, and of course about Easter and his resurrection to new life. God bless and have a great day.